Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Um, not a long intro today because I just want to get straight to the interview, but suffice to say this was probably one of the most fun interviews I've done in a long while. Um, this guest was phenomenal. The interview is up on YouTube if you would like to go and watch it because I think there's probably some merit in that um, because there's a little bit of movement that goes on. Um, so yeah, I'm going to just let this one loose on you and enjoy. It was fantastic. So hello everybody and welcome and um, this is a day I've been looking forward to for months and I kid you not. Um, today I'm talking to the magnificent beautiful queen that is Pearl Noir and Pearl is a burlesque icon. She is an absolute legend in the burlesque world and she has founded a beautiful company called Healing Through Seduction and this is our topic today just to find out all about Pearl, her burlesque, her company, and how we can heal ourselves through the art of seduction, through burlesque. So welcome, Pearl. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for that beautiful and warm introduction. So welcome. <laughs> so welcome. This is such a joy. Well, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I mean, I... Th I I don't know whether to begin at the beginning, as in like how you got into burlesque mm. and your history, or to um, to say you know dive straight into this the healing side of it. But I suppose it makes sense to find out how you came to understand the healing power of burlesque and seduction and yes, history. Give me a history. I'm so glad you asked. So. There's a beautiful history that I've been telling, which is, you know, I found myself in New Orleans and I opened up the paper and I saw that there was an all black burlesque musical and they were holding auditions and I ran straight away to go to this audition and, and knew a little bit about burlesque, but not enough at that time, but found myself securing the role of Lottie Fedici, who was this like ex burlesque legend turned crackhead stripper with a, a pimp boyfriend named Tron. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> as you do. So I did this burlesque musical in New York City in Montreal at different French festivals for years. And then I auditioned for another show in New Orleans called Bust Out Burlesque. And that show was special because it actually featured some of the living legends who performed on Bourbon Street. 
like Wild Cherry, who was the firecracker of burlesque. And she got that nickname because she would do things, um, she would do, she was a white woman, but she did what would definitely be called cultural appropriation now. She did these beautiful oriental dances, Afro-Cuban, and she really knew what she was doing. And if an audience member wasn't acting right, she'd jump off stage between stripping, sock them, get back on stage, and get to shimmying, right? <laughs> I also worked with Rita the Alexander girl. She was very famous for, you know, holding the champagne between her breasts and, you know, really understanding how to balance it. So I got to work with these actual legends. I got to work in New Orleans on, you know, on Bourbon Street. I got to work at the House of Blues. And that is where I met my mentor, Dolly Rivas, and she gave me my name, Pearl Noir, which was Josephine Baker's name in Paris, the Black Pearl. Oh, wow. Ah. Oh, my gosh. That's manifested, manifested all of this and became a star because of my tribute to Josephine Baker. But that that's how I used to tell my origin story. And now I'm working with this beautiful Broadway performer, Robert Hartwell, who teaches people how to tell their stories. And so now I have to tell my truth because I've been working with him. So my burlesque journey and the, the journey to healing through burlesque started at 19. I found myself sex trafficked. I was tricked by my friend Whoa. at 19. And I remember saying to myself, this is not where my journey ends, talking to the moon, praying to the moon to be rescued. And the pimp, after I was trafficked for one night, I'm very lucky, she had a dream. Yes, it was a woman pimp. She had a dream. That's why I was tricked. I didn't think there was a danger. Yeah. Because I was with women. Yeah. And she said she had a dream that she was supposed to let me go because I had a bigger purpose in life. And four years later, I was a burlesque queen. And after getting my first standing ovation, I understood, oh, I'm gonna heal myself through burlesque because I finally have full autonomy over my body. I have full autonomy over the story that I'm gonna tell. Nothing's gonna happen to my body in this space that I don't want to. And now I'm gonna release the shame and guilt that I have felt from being trafficked, from being sexually abused, from surviving domestic violence, gun violence, my entire childhood. Yeah, I put two and two together because when you do burlesque in a workshop, when you perform it, it is the one thing that women can do that has nothing to do with the male gaze. It is the one place where we can align our chakras by, by transforming to our higher selves because of the storytelling. But we're not telling the story. We are embodying who we are actually meant to be, but we are too afraid to be that in the world. So that is how all of this came together and how I became a part of now your world. Love, and that's extraordinary. What an extraordinary story, Pearl, my goodness. And, and so, this 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 realization that actually you had found your own power, you had taken yes. your own power, yeah, became quite quite um, 
sort of it just came out of the blue it just like oh and it's like an aha moment for you yeah it was at the point when I went home I got my first standing ovation. I felt Josephine Baker come in my body. I'm dancing topless. I grew up my whole life, you know, at 11, I already had like a D cup, you know, and that's very hard. Mm -hmm. And I had been taught cover up. Yeah. And, and I was one of the kids that actually told my family when something happened to me, I actually went to them and asked for help. And I got the boys will be boys. I got the, well, next time you cover up. You know, and, and I always had the power that I have mm. and and I was taught that it was evil. And so when I was gyrating and doing backflips and letting my breasts go up and down without trying to restrict them, without hunching my back over, as my family members taught me, oh, you know, don't stick your chest out. I'm not sticking my chest out. They're just breast. <laughs> They're just breast. And I got this standing ovation and I felt free and I felt at peace with myself. And then I got home and felt a void because the applause was gone. Mm -hmm. And I said, now see, you cannot rely on your audience to be your emotional surrogates. You are to be a gift for them. So now you need to seduce yourself through this art form. You need to heal yourself through this art form. So that's that was the aha moment, not being able to take that beautiful moment. And I'm sure some of your listeners can attest to this. We have this amazing moment. And then we let ourselves ignore what just happened to us to prioritize pain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, this is just, it's very, very inspiring. You know, the, one of the big themes that comes up for me a lot in my work and so on is mm -hmm. that embracing and inviting in the divine feminine. Yes. And this is something that you embody. You know, you are. <laughs> Let's just face it. Thank you. <laughs> but it's a challenging thing for a lot of women to do. Society yes. is not necessarily that receptive of it. You know, it's no. an interesting time at the moment. This balancing of the masculine and feminine energy in yes. the world and within yes. all people, whatever your gender, is mm -hmm. something that I'm keeping keep coming up against on a on a really frequent basis. And um and I think what's really interesting, I'm finding interesting at the moment, and I I imagine it's the same in the US, is the phenomena the phenomena that is Barbie, the Barbie movie. Yes. <laughs> it's and I people keep I talk to people and they go, you must go and see it. They go, oh, it's just fluffy kids, you know, nonsense. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, it's actually really important because it addresses. Yes so many yes. big topics in the most beautiful yes. colorful sparkly yes. way but you know the damage that the patriarchy has done not only to, fem mm -hmm. to females but also to the male and yes the male and the male energy within us yes. is something that i think we are beginning to wake up to and that's why i love the barbie movie so much because it yes. allows people to have this conversation yes put in which is really, really, really important. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I think what's also very important, one thing I had to teach myself when we're talking about honoring the, divi uh, the, the divine feminine energy, <sighs> yes, the patriarchy. But more than that is the commitment to ourselves to change it. Because when you're stuck in the loop of what society is doing, 
then you give yourself a pass not to heal. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. And for some of us, we have to face a fact that we don't want to face, which I had to, which is patriarchy has done nothing in comparison to your family. <laughs> Never a true word was said. Yes, you are. You know, so that's the other part when we're thinking about that divine feminine energy. It's 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 our responsibility to unlock it to keep it safe, to trust it. Mm. So in your healing through seduction, this incredible power that is within burlesque, mm -hmm. how do you bring that out? Because, you know, mm -hmm. I'm imagining myself, I, I went onto your website yesterday and there was a little free thing and you were there like, you know, just put on something lovely and just move around and just feel your body. <laughs> I'm feeling myself, this is nice. <laughs> But doing it in a room with other people is another thing. Yes. <laughs> Talk me through this, this um, through the process, I suppose, mm -hmm. of this healing through seduction, because you're not, it sounds like you're seducing, you know, seduction is often an outward action. I'm seducing someone. Yeah. Yes. Fact, you're seducing yourself. Am I right? Or Absolutely. Absolutely. The beautiful thing that I do with my Healing Through Seduction membership or my one-off workshops is I, I love to teach people in person in a dance studio and freak everyone out by covering the mirrors. Because this is about you. This, this is about your connection with self. And, and I bring in the element and the art of burlesque because burlesque is also about a solo journey. Most people, when they are performing burlesque, it's it's their own interpretation of burlesque. So when you come into a session with me, the first thing I'm going to do is talk to you about what seduction actually means to you so we can break that down and release. For most of us, seduction is something evil. We've mm -hmm. been taught it's about manipulation. Yes. We've been taught, you know, it's about being a Jezebel. You know, you don't want to be one of those loose, loose women, you know? <laughs> You don't want to be one of those girls. And yeah. it's like, no, let's really talk about what seduction is. When you are seduced by someone else, when you fall in love, it's not their body. It's not the way they look. Mm -hmm. You're seduced because they've created a sanctuary for you. They've created a safe, sacred space. People always say, I fell in love with them because I just knew I could be myself, right? Mm -hmm. You had a place to honor your truth, to honor your desires, be that maybe you want a cheeseburger at midnight, you know, whatever the desire is. The other part of seduction that I break down that's important is that we always fall in love and we're always seduced by someone's trauma first. That's the moment when they're vulnerable and they share that is usually when we fall in love, not when we see a six pack. We fall in love when they are open and they're allowing themselves to be seen. People like a Marilyn Monroe or Dorothy Dandridge, these were, this was a black woman and a white woman who were just these beautiful icons in their world. Yes, they had the mainstream beauty, but it wasn't that. That is not why we're still talking about these people there was a level of being open and very vulnerable. So if you can fall in love with someone else's trauma, why can't you fall in love with your own? Why won't you let yourself be seduced 
by that instead of seeing it as something that makes you unworthy. You fell in love with someone else's unworthiness. Fall in love with your own. So when I'm asking you to seduce yourself, I'm saying give yourself more passion, compassion, desire, grace, forgiveness. Especially if you haven't repeated said mistakes from the past. Why can't you give yourself the same grace when your trauma comes up that you give someone else? Seduce yourself. And burlesque is the perfect, perfect, perfect modality because again, it gives you the healing power of storytelling. Now you are able in this setting with me, you can be whoever you are, whoever you want to be, just like you are when you allow that person to see you when you see them, when you allow them to be your sanctuary. I'm saying be your own sanctuary. I'm asking you to redefine intimacy. So that is what healing through seduction is. That's what I'm offering. That is some very, very powerful stuff there. Oh, that is really- Thank you. I have never heard it described like that, but you are absolutely right. You don't fall in love with a six pack. You can fancy oh, a six pack. You can have a shower yeah. with a six pack, whatever. Yeah. 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 heart opening moment when you let somebody into your heart is when they open their heart and, and you open your hearts together. Yes. Oh, that's so profoundly gorgeous and beautiful. And to, and, and I guess I'm sitting here going, that is absolute truth. You're speaking absolute mm -hmm. truth there. But then the resistance comes up, like, yeah. how am I supposed to love my trauma? How am I supposed to love mm -hmm. my imperfections and my, you know, mm -hmm. my, my patterns or my thought behaviors or, you yeah. know, all of those things. How am I supposed to love those in the same way that I feel the same, because it is very easy to give that empathy. And yes, but when I do chakra readings and I'm and I'm talking about the heart chakra and love, and I you know and I yes. test that, you know, are you able to receive love, uh, or and give love? And the give love, yes, I can give love all day long. It's you give, 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 give. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, you know, yes. that's the piece which is guarded. So yeah. getting over that and what. I'm guessing, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm so excited by what you're talking about. <laughs> Good. This is somatic. This is yes. like, you're not trying to do it with your brain. You're not trying to do it with your thoughts. You are expressing it with your beautiful body. Yes. It's so powerful. That's where the burlesque comes in. And what we have to remember is that we got to give that grace when we're trying to tap into that divine feminine we have to start with that grace and remembering. So when we do use our brain, we're very smart. So we have to remember when we started out as babies, we were eating with our hands. Now, as adults, we can eat with cutlery. And even though we started with our hands, we were still nurturing ourselves. So we don't want to judge the infancy of our journey as we retrain ourselves, as we learn to walk again, as we learn to eat in a different way. So we are learning to nurture ourselves in a different way. So we have to start with our hands. And so a beautiful practice that I teach and, and everything that I teach, I was my first student. You start with the eating and what your body does. So when you're thinking about incorporating what I'm talking about, 
what you want to remember is your sensuality, your sexuality, your spirituality is connected to even eating. And we can learn a lot from the way we eat. Now, what we know is we have to eat several times a day and drink water several times a day, or we will perish if we don't do it often enough, right? We know our body needs to release toxins every day. Every day we have to release toxins, but we don't tell our body, Ugh, what are you doing hungry again? I've already fed you. We go, oh, it's time to eat again. I'm ready. We love to eat again. When we have to release the toxins, we don't say, what are you doing having a toxic moment, body? We understand that the toxin is there and now it is our job to release it. Yeah. That's what we have to do with those toxic thoughts. The traumatic memories. It's here. I'm giving it a voice. All right, inner child. I understand you want to make sure you're heard. Great. But I'm the adult now. So releasing and we're going to seduce by releasing and we're not going to judge that the spirit is saying I'm hungry again. Mm. Like when we are feeling disconnected from our body, we're feeling burnt out. I think that's a spiritual growl. That's that's a sign. It's time to eat again. And so the fastest way to get to this second nature, anytime you eat or drink, that is when you romance yourself with the poetic sentence or poetic word, AKA affirmation. When you drink some water, take your time drinking the water, allow yourself to feel the sensation of it going down your throat. And then maybe you can caress your throat softly to remind yourself to honor your desires. We're gonna unlock that throat chakra by caressing it. So these are just some tips. I hope I answered the question. Yeah, no, I, I can see. Um, I'm loving this. I totally, Good. because I can completely, it's, it makes, it totally resonates. Good. Perfect sense. Good. And, and it's also completely practical, you know, in yes. terms of like, if you yes. connect it with every time that you nurture yourself physically. Yes. And yes. and remind yourself to nurture yourself emotionally and go, mm -hmm. good for me. Aren't I lovely? Aren't I great? Yes. It's beautiful yes. to be in this body. Aren't I lucky to yes. be alive and needing to go to the toilet once again? Yes, yes. You know, it's it's a really um it's a really practical thing to do. And you know, so many times when I talk to healers and people who work with mm -hmm. energy, you know, is this it's it's hard work, you know, doing yeah. this work is challenging yeah. and it's, yeah. um, it can be, yeah, challenging is the best way I can put it. And, and yes. everyone find their own route to their healing. Mm -hmm. which is why I love talking to mm -hmm. so many people. Yes. <laughs> doing it, but you know, what is so beautiful about the burlesque aspect of it is that mm -hmm. it's so, in, it's so holistic. It's so somatic. It's so <laughs> with your body. Because yes. We hear, you know, spirits, whatever you like to think of us, living mm -hmm. in this beautiful body that we've been given. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and we spend so much of our time going, oh, I wish there was a bit less of this body that I live in. Or, yes. I wish this body was a little bit more X, Y, Z, whatever. Yeah. Um, and maybe I can change myself and maybe I'm going to spend half my salary buying paint to redo my face yes. or whatever. Yes. Um, yes underwear that's going to like cinch me in so cinch what, yep. there's less yes. of me yes and no 
you are perfectly beautiful exactly as you are. And I think this personal empowerment side of it and the body yes. side of it is like, is really, really important, really important. Because it's I next like level. the more you love your body, the healthier your body is going to become. And then the more beautiful it will be towards you and other people because about what you feel about yourself, don't you? Is that right? I agree. I, I definitely agree. And the burlesque element, because burlesque, when you see these women from this time period or in the past, it, it just was so empowering watching. Again, if you take that sip of water and gently caress your neck, that's a burlesque move. It's about exploring your body. It's about being still, being present, being elegant, whatever that means to you. And then there's the, the part where you bring in the glamor. So how you dress, or for me, when I want to be glamorous, I, you know, one commitment I've made to myself is I eat on China every day, whether it's a caviar or ramen noodles, it goes on, it goes on this fine, fine dish because that's how I'm honoring glamour. And one thing I love about glamour too, is like the root meaning meant spell. So you would put a, you would glamour yourself. You put a spell on yourself. <laughs> is that true? I didn't know. Yes. 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 I, and I, I, I remember when I first learned it, one of my burlesque daughters, Busy Lebois, I asked her to do a workshop about, you know, glamour is your birthright. That's one of my nine principles for HTS. And she was doing the research and she was like, did you know that glamour used to mean cast a spell? So we all got together and cast a spell on ourselves to glamour ourselves. Yeah. So the burlesque element is so vast. It, there's so many ways to heal through burlesque. Yeah. And it the, the one thing that I'm curious about is because burlesque is by definition of a performative art. Mm -hmm. I know that I could do, you know, in my bedroom last night when I put on my thing and I shut the shoulder off yes. feeling myself but that's just for me perfect mm -hmm. well but traditionally and um the general concept of, of burlesque is that mm -hmm. it's a formative thing that is there to titillate and mm -hmm. you know, um yeah I can't think of a better word than titillate so, so how do you balance that side of the fact that it is performative, that it is, um, you know, it does have that sexual innuendo and it's, you know, mm. how do you balance that with the healing aspect of it or the, the um, self, um, the self side of it, the, the mm -hmm. um, reflection of it? That's a beautiful question. So the original definition of burlesque was to make a spectacle of, right? And so the original burlesque shows featured comedians and the purpose was for people to escape the hardships of the world at the time. So burlesque has always been healing. Burlesque at its root is about helping people escape a reality that isn't serving them. Yeah. Burlesque at its root, at its core, is about being glamoured. Burlesque at its root is about giving yourself as the audience or yourself as the performer an opportunity to create your own divinity, to create your own storyline. So even if it is something in person with a show or you're doing it by yourself, the core has 
always been about healing. You know, for example, a show like I Love Lucy, that was a burlesque format. Most shows that feature comedy have a burlesque format. So it's got skits, it has the pretty girls, it has the glamor, it has song and dance. You know, burlesque is one of the oldest art forms of theater. Theater is always about helping someone escape. When we escape, when we create something new, it always is about healing ourselves. We go to concerts to feel rejuvenated, to feel inspired. The first thing during the pandemic, what did everyone go to? To the arts. Yeah. Because they wanted to be healed. You may not say, I'm watching this because I want to be healed, but you know you want a feeling that this creative force is going to give you. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you're at home or in a class or on stage, the root of burlesque, in my opinion, especially thinking about when it really started, it didn't start with topless women. It started with comedians. It started as a show for people to escape. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same, it's the same as any arts. Yes. Know, any art, you know I mean? You can walk into an art gallery, like the, yes. National, the National Gallery in London has the most stupendous room full of all these mm-hmm. artworks. And I go in yes. there, the last time I went in there, it actually made me cry. I just stood in front of this, I don't remember what it was, I think it was a Matisse, yes. and I just stood in front of it and I couldn't help myself. It yes. made me feel something that I didn't know I needed to feel. It gave me exactly. a I didn't know that I had I didn't know that I could ever have a response. And by the time I'd finished that room, I was like, I can't see anymore. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Don't show me any more beautiful art because I can't take any more. My soul is full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's the same, I think, all art, whether it's theater yes. or music or pop music, you know, mm-hmm. like in its most sort of everyday form. You know, the escape yeah. and the, the way it makes us feel, the, the resonance of it, the yes. of it just feeds our energy. It's something as humans we need. I think mm-hmm. without it, we are half what we what we should be or what we actually are. Absolutely. And so that's why something like healing through seduction, using burlesque in your home as a way to heal is going to be very profound. Now, for some people, just going to a talk therapist will be all they need, but some people will need to bring back their creativity in order to heal. For a lot of people, the reason why they're feeling disconnected is because they know they've abandoned their creative side, they've abandoned their dreams to prioritize their family, to do what you're supposed to do in society. So you don't have to abandon it. Maybe because you're a lawyer, you're never going to be able to have a career where you travel all over the world, but you can come to class once a week mm. yeah. to feed that. For me, everything that you're saying there is just like instantly, it's all sacral chakra stuff. And I know yes. It's all yes. That, that juicy, movement, <laughs> that creativity, that yeah. um, following, that being in touch with your passions and so mm-hmm. on. And it's interesting because one of the things that I say, because you know, it's a it's a very um, sadly oft found 
um, imbalance, depletion, yeah, have yeah. in the sacral chakra. And my, my yes. recommendation for people for whom their chakra, sacral chakra is is underpowered, I say mm. a kitchen disco. Now a kitchen disco is great. You know, you put on whatever music makes you happy and just shake your hips until you know <laughs> have a glass of wine in one hand and wave the other hand and do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Oh. <laughs> but it's the similar, it's a, but this is a very, and having a kitchen disco, you can just put on some good music where you're cooking, whatever, that's lovely. Love but, it. But doing a purposeful, taking a burlesque class mm -hmm. is something very purposeful. And your yes. energy is going to be like, oh. Yes. Yes. The um, one who silenced the most. Yeah. yeah. Let them out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is the root of the, the healing process has to start at the bottom. And mm -hmm. you have to have that sense of safety and security. Yes. And I feel like, you know, I mean, certainly I would feel super safe. If I came to your class, I would know that mm -hmm. I was like, you know, there's mm -hmm. no kind of, oh God, am I going to be made to feel, look stupid? Yeah, or, yeah. Am I going to make a fool of myself? Or, you know, guess what? All my insecurities coming out here. Can you tell? Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it would be, you know, because I remember going um, to a dance class ages mm. ago. I love to dance. And I kind of like to think that I can dance, but I can't, you know. Anyway, so I went to a dance class. And everybody in it knew all the steps. And I was the first uh -huh. my first time there. And I was okay. literally flipping over my own feet. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, this is obviously not for me because I want to be able to turn up and look like, ta-da. <sighs> yes. This is a common thing, I suspect. So, Well, for most classes, yes, but not my classes. <laughs> yeah. I, I purposely cover mirrors when it's online i make everyone turn their cameras off so they're not looking to see what the other person is doing and i purposely do not create set in stone choreography so instead of a five six seven eight i say here is the affirmation now mimic that affirmation with movement so i do moving affirmations in my class i don't offer choreography for that reason Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a humongous fan of an affirmation. I give them out all yes. the time. You know, there are yes. ones that I use with my. Yes. <laughs> so let's, um, 
let's use the one that I commonly use for the sacral chakra, which is I am enough. Simple, basic, super powerful. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that I'm going to come into the class and you're going to say, you're going to dance. I am enough. <sighs> yeah. I've yes. That is, yes. That, is, so, that is entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I am. And when the reason why I became a burlesque icon was because I would move even grown men to tears in my performances. They were always ritualistic. I always asked my higher self to be present. I always asked my ancestors who went through the back door so that I might go through the front to come. And I never created, oh no, oh, we're back. I never created with a five, six, seven, eight. I always did affirmations. And so burlesque helped me with my body positivity as well. But for me, I had to fall in love with being a dark skinned black girl growing up in the South. So I didn't say, I'm gonna raise my arm. Here we are, five, six, seven, eight. I'd say, ah, I love my brown skin, right? And so you can feel the difference of when I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight versus ah, I love my brown skin, you feel it differently. So then you are gonna not just, you know, encourage and inspire that audience, you're gonna encourage and inspire yourself. And in my class, your audience is your higher self, your inner diva and your inner child. So it's connecting with a lot of that, that big inner family that, that gets shushed and quiet. And yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yes, and we focus on those three. So you do have an audience when when you're working with me, just an audience that that's more important than strangers. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, this is so powerful. And I've got so many questions that I don't even know kind of where to begin. <laughs> the ritual of it. So the, mm -hmm. as humans, we love, a ritual you know have done mm -hmm. the dawn of time since that is true fires, that is true whatever. so yes. the ritual that you have around burlesque mm. what does that what does that look like i mean you've already alluded mm. to it in that like, you have your your dinner off a beautiful china plate and i'm sure you yes wine out of a crystal glass and <laughs> yes yes most beautiful satin sheets or i do i do this is my work uniform. Gorgeous. I mean, for those of you who are only listening to this, <laughs> the YouTube and check out Pearl Noir. She's quite stunning, gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. You are too. So the ritual of it is if you want to have this burlesque lifestyle, if you want to have the burlesque rituals, the first thing is to think about the openness and the willingness to be seen. So when you perform burlesque, no matter what kind of burlesque you're performing, performing, you always have to have a willingness to be seen by yourself first. Then you have the courage to have other people see you. Then a thing that's very common in burlesque is standing still, caressing your body, slowing down, you know, allowing yourself to, to feel your body. And so the misconception is that, oh, these people are, you know, naked on stage. They just, you know, want to show off. No, it's, it's, it's about taking your body back. 
And so as long as you are willing throughout the day to pause and see yourself, then you're doing burlesque. It's not about a step or showing tassels, nipple pasties. It's about the vulnerability, but we're so programmed not to even shed a tear alone. Mm-hmm. And that's the seduction, allowing yourself to be completely free. And vulnerable in front of yeah. yourself. Yeah. For me, I turn everything is always about me turning the mirror to the student or client. But here's the mirror. And my job is to remind you of your medicine. You're going to heal yourself through burlesque. I'm here to be your sensual Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> but I'm not going to do the work for you. <laughs> no, no, well, that's the thing. Nobody can do any of this work for you. Yes. When it comes to yes. Healing, you know, the any, you know, and I've said this before quite recently, you know, if somebody tells you that they can come along and heal you, then don't listen to them. Run. All you need is something. <laughs> yeah. You do your own healing. You can give yes. you the tools with which to do the healing is the is the really powerful um that's the way to heal. Yes. I have um, uh, another question, and and I've noticed this when you've kind of demonstrated there mm. has always been breath. Yes, the breath is yes. is the beginning of the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, obvious, but I've seen you. You know, every time you just got to go, and it it's a it's a demonstratively seductive and beautiful breath that you are yes. using now obviously in my work breath is very important we control the breath yes. and the breath and we use it different ways and we can mm-hmm. our energy with breath and so on but with yours it's like um it's an embodied breath is that absolutely when i perform another reason why i stood out is because everyone else, you know, was, you know, very dainty. And I get on stage slapping my thighs, moaning, growling, stomping my feet, clapping my hands, activating my body. And so when I teach it, we start all of the healing through seduction rituals with the breath to embody ourselves, to call on the ancestors, to relieve ourselves from this, 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 whatever we got on our shoulders, let's release it. But also I like to use the breath. I like to moan because I want to continue to activate my throat chakra at all times because like many of us, I was taught to silence myself after being silenced. So it's a call. It's a call to action for myself. It's also me sort of letting my body know what's happening. It's a way for me to ask my body for consent. It's a way for me to wake my spirit up and and it's a way for me to honor the sound you know so when you're moaning and you're breathing it just helps you unlock that throat chakra because you get used to what it sounds like when you're honoring your desire so if you're not ashamed to hear yourself moan alone i mean i do this exercise all the time i ask people to moan for me and and it's like but i know now raise your hand if you had sex before and everyone raises their hand. I'm like, so were you moaning like that during sex? Well, no. I say, right, let's break that down. Let's ask ourselves why we were able to moan in the presence of someone else. We didn't feel ashamed of our neighbors to hear us then, <laughs> but to moan for our healing. 
makes us want to cringe. So, so the moaning is a reminder to trust your voice. And, and the breath is a, yeah, it's, it's how I start everything. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's the start of, it's the start of most yoga, it was the start of all of my yoga classes. It's the start of mm -hmm. any, it's the start of everything, a breath. It's the start yes. of Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 But to use it purposefully, you know, in a yoga class, you're doing it because you know that it's going to start activating your energy or, you know, what have you. It's going to be <sighs> yes. In that sense, um, in meditation, it'll take your mind into a beautiful, quiet space so that you can actually you know, sit and be with whatever is coming mm -hmm. up. But it's another layer that you've just added to the cake of gorgeousness of breath. <laughs> Which is to use it to activate your own sensuality, to activate yes. your own seduction and your own mm -hmm. empowerment. And this sense of empowerment and healing by using all of these is such um it's so powerful because it's so you can we it's a daily thing. Like every yes. every morning you wake yes. up and you've got to take all your clothes off and start to, you know, get dressed. And then every evening you've got to take all your clothes off. <laughs> so why not make it fancy <laughs> why why not why not seduce yourself by having that food on that china i don't care if it's a if it's a cake i don't care if it's a crisp or a chip put it on that china y'all take yeah. that breath before you eat <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. just before i you know i need to just address the the icon in the room i.e. you so how you you know you you alluded at the beginning as to how you became an icon but i you mm -hmm. have like you really are an icon in the burlesque world like mm -hmm. you have won awards and so on mm -hmm. so just just tell me about this the fabulosity that is real oh yes i've had the luxury and i say luxury because i grew up in the ghetto i taught myself how to dance by watching ballroom dance competitions hit the road at 19 with a backpack and like a couple of hundred dollars and found myself now i've traveled all over the world i've performed on small islands i've had my picture on a billboard in new zealand i've performed at the sydney opera house I have a huge fan base in Australia. I've performed in Asia and it has been a beautiful, beautiful life. I had the luxury of touring for 10 years straight with my icon, my friend Dita Bontese. A lot of people know of her. Um, she was one of the first people that plucked me in and was like, this girl has something special. And she's been a beautiful friend and mentor to me for years. And, and that has really been my life. I traveled 10 years straight going overseas, performing full time. And it was the people in the audience that said, I want to do what you're doing. And they're the ones who told me that what I was doing was healing and that it was very seductive. And that's how I came up with the name Healing Through Seduction. So it, it's been beautiful. And, and I got the icon status as well, because many performers, especially black performers. I was the first black performer they ever saw on YouTube or with Dita Bontes. And a lot of people started their burlesque career because they've seen me. And I'm kind of like a Bob Fosse in the burlesque world in the sense of you can tell who I've trained. Either they've worked with me one-on-one -on -one or they've watched my videos. You can tell by watching them, They people go, oh, that's one of Pearl's girls. Nice. 
And I'm guessing that what they're picking up on is the energy that you give out. It's not the choreography, it's not the chemistry. You know, I mean, Tina is is gorgeous. She is, she is. She has her thing, you know, she has her big glass bath and the jazz. And she's very well known for that. But I'm, I suspect that yours is this beautiful, earthy kind of realness that comes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was so magical also touring with Dita because, you know, she was like, this is me. And let me show y'all this woman named Pearl Noir. Could you imagine? I mean, we had a good time when we were touring together. It was a beautiful contrast. Yes, I can imagine. I think it's mm-hmm. I'm so, <laughs> so honored and happy to have met you, Pearl. I really ditto. Ditto. I can feel, you know, your energy is just Beautiful. And, and whereabouts are you based? Where in America? I, I'm in Brooklyn, New York, y'all. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, as close as Not too gets. far. Not too far. Not too far. The Not same, too far. I have a very good friend who lives over in uh, sort of Oregon Way. And I'm okay. thinking, next year I would love to come over because I'm dying to go to Manchester and, you know, bloody blah, blah. But you know, <laughs> it's an easy step. I just come to me. It is. I would... It is. I feel that, that, yes. However, let's put that one aside because I'm getting into my own. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll talk offline about it. We'll talk, we'll talk offline. (laughs) But you have an online offering. So, and this is all, now then, your website is blackburlesqueen.com. Yes, of course. But if you just put in Pearl Noir, P-E-R-L-E Noir, Mm -hmm. uh, you find you instantly because you are I'm out here. Okay. <laughs> I'm out here. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely have my monthly program, but I would love, love, love to give your listeners a link to my free ebook. I like to have people start there. That way they can decide because I teach burlesque differently and I obviously teach wellness differently. So I love to give people a chance to download the ebook and we can go from there. Okay, perfect. Well, that will be in the show notes. And um, I mean, I have been, I feel like I need another big conversation because I kind of want to go through all of the chakras, understanding, mm-hmm. understanding how, what you relate, because obviously that, you know, you've talked about a lot about the throat chakra. You've, yeah. talked about, you know, we're talking broadly, uh, mostly about the sacral mm-hmm. chakra. Yes, that sense of personal empowerment. That's the that's mm-hmm. the plexus. Mm-hmm. The heart chakra, the third eye. I mean, I'm guessing that the third mm-hmm. eye. See, look at me wanting to be a good student. It's the th- <laughs> yes. The third eye is following your intuition, just doing what yes. is right. Absolutely, absolutely. The heart is having that willingness to even see yourself to fall in love with yourself, keeping your heart open to yourself, right? The crown is having that willingness to tell that new story, seeing yourself as your higher self and speaking to the higher self more. Yeah. And the root? And the root is when we're rolling those hips and gyrating and allowing ourselves to feel the sensual energy, regardless if we are giving or receiving an orgasm. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I bow down. This has been conversation, and I'm so so happy to have met you. Thank you. Ditto, ditto. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for saying yes. You know, I I know when I reach out to people, I'm like, hi, this is what I'm doing, and I know it's going to work with your audience. (laughs) So thanks for saying, okay, maybe she knows what she's talking about. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pearl. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation half as much as I did. (laughs) I had such a good time talking to Pearl. I just think it's so brilliant talking to people who have such a different perspective on healing. And I think what this illustrates to me is that we can find healing in so many different aspects of our lives. In fact, in all aspects of our lives, if we just look for it. And um, this is like, probably the last place that a lot of people would expect to find healing and you know I think there's a lot of judgment and preconceived ideas around it so I adore that Pearl is bringing this to a more mainstream audience and um, if you want to get in touch if you want to go and see um, what Pearl is doing with her business Healing Through Seduction the email, sorry, not the email, the um, the website is blackburlesquequeen.com. And um, in the show notes, you'll find a copy of her ebook that she's giving to us, which is lovely. And um, you will also find my details, how to get in touch with me. Um, you will know by now, if you've listened to my last week's podcast, that I am opening up a new and beautiful container um, for healing. And um, I really hope that it resonates with you. So please do get in touch, chakradashway.com. So until the next time, take care and I'll see you soon.